Hello and welcome to the Turned On Podcast. I'm Angelique Nori and my husband David and I have made it our mission to break the darkness by flipping the switch on the four most important areas of your life in health, relationships, business, and in faith. And sometimes the light in the world and in your life can go dim, either from the intrusion of technology or simply because society is so driven by instant gratification. It's our mission to help people see that we're hardwired for connection and that the best things in life come when we turn on the light to see with new eyes the opportunity that exists just a flip away. So if you're ready to stir your spirit, open your eyes, and profit in all areas of your life, then let's get turned on. Here we go. Welcome back to the Turned On Podcast. I'm Angelique Nori, and today I am solo once again. You get me all to yourself. But David is actually in the other room. We are recording at Cole Media Productions today. It's this amazing studio in uh, Tampa, Florida, actually my old stomping grounds. I'm born and raised in Tampa, Florida. And we're here for a short time while we build our house in Texas. And we got a chance to meet this gentleman as David was recording his audiobook for Turned On. So for those of you that aren't readers, we are going to have an audio version of Turned On here very shortly. And we did it all here at Cole Media Productions. Really amazing studio. Incredible guy, Tyler, who runs this. And he has been kind enough to allow us to come here and rent this space for our podcast recording. So if I sound a little bit more crisp today, it's because we're not in a hotel bathroom <laughs> or in the back room of our condo right now. So Dave is in the other room with the girls. Everything is soundproofed. And I finally get some peace and quiet with all of you. So the last time I was able to chat with you guys a little bit, I talked to you about fear, pride, and idolatry and how it actually prevents you from going the next level in business. And Boy, did you guys, like, I must have struck a chord because there was testimonials and messages and text after text regarding um, that episode. And apparently a lot of you are feeling all of those things and you're feeling them for various reasons, just like I shared from my own personal experience. But when it comes to business specifically, that's my jam. Like I get excited about business. I, my mind, one of my strengths is strategy. I really love reading books by people like Russell Brunson and Frank Kern and, uh, you know, the just the sort of the moguls of marketing and strategy and the mind of customers and why people buy. It's sort of this, you know, sub, you know, psychology subject that I really like to dig my teeth into. And it's it's done a couple of things for me in my career. Um, one, it's helped me see things differently uh, through the eyes of, again, how revenue is exchanged. And two, it's also made me sort of this black sheep in network marketing. And I'm going to share a little bit about like our story coming out of network marketing and moving into the social retail side and building affiliate models and just, you know, working, creating our own programs and, and products and things of that nature. But I want to share with you some insight as to what the experts know and how it can help you as you're building your business, your brand, your message. So one of the things that used to drive me absolutely crazy, and it still does, and, and I oftentimes just want to reach through the phone and like 
smack people is you're you're attaching yourself to a product or a company. This is very, very common in network marketing. You're attaching yourself to a product or brand or a company to where I don't know how you have no identity to me. You know, like I, I don't know enough about you. I don't know enough about what you do or who you serve. And then oftentimes your little bios um, can be somewhat woo or fluffy. And, you know, it's, you know, I help, uh, you know, stay at home moms become mompreneurs. Okay, great. Well, what does that even mean? So, and I, I hate to be, you know, I hate to sound polarizing, but sometimes you got to polarize in order to take the stinger out. You know, I'm a big believer in telling the truth and I'm a big believer in calling things out so that you guys can see better. That's part of being turned on, right? Like, let's flip the switch. Let's really talk about things that matter and help you move the needle in your life, whether it's in your health, your relationships, your business or your faith, right? I think that they all have... Uh, points in our lives that are cohesive where we can use the same strategies and principles to keep the lights on, right? So we don't go on autopilot. So oftentimes this happens in business and we just start going through the motions or we start watching everybody else's stuff. And pretty soon we, we don't know why, but we're all doing reels and TikToks and we're thinking that's an income producing activity, but it's not, it's not. And also playing on Canva and making the most perfect color palettes is not an income producing activity. Okay. Um, but what is, that's the question. What is, what do you need to know in order to get niche? You know, we hear the word niche all the time, which is kind of annoying. And at this point in time, it's become somewhat cliche, but you have to understand what it is. But niche is not the first thing you need to know. Okay. I'm taking the stinger out one more time. When people say, what's your niche? No one's really told you how to find it right? Not a lot of people are telling you how to find your niche. They might say that I help X do Y in Z, you know, that's not necessarily telling you exactly how to identify it. So that's what I want to do for you today. And I want to tell you how it's helped us identify business opportunities, especially in times like these, when people really need to diversify their income, look for ways to make money today, penny one, day one, okay? Penny one, day one, not down the road after I go to an event and learn how to talk and how to market and attach myself to a brand and a culture of people and network marketing and, you know, find my little tribe and say that I just came here for the community. No, you didn't. Like you're there for money. Okay. The community's great, but you're there for money. If you're a real business person, if you want to call yourself a business person, you're there because you want to learn how to make money. But how do you make money if you're not learning the strategies and principles that actually make the world go round? especially in e-commerce, especially in entrepreneurhood, especially in, here it is, 2021, okay? When the whole world flipped its head and we're digital, right? And we're reading things and we're watching people and we're looking through little screens and this is how we move the needle in the economy. And that's what I want to give you today. So here's the thing. You're either playing in a red ocean or a blue ocean. Russell Brunson talks about this all the time. You're either playing in a red ocean or a blue ocean. Now I'm just gonna let you marinate on that as I explain it, but just think about it. What's a red ocean? What's a blue ocean? If you had a choice to go swimming, would you wanna swim in a red ocean or a blue ocean? If you had a choice in building a business, would you wanna do it in a red ocean or a blue ocean? This is what you need to know. Red oceans are what a lot of people are fighting over right now. 
And many people do, especially in the world of network marketing where we got our entrepreneurial training wheels, okay? We're fighting in a red ocean. We're fighting an uphill battle now, especially with the way the, the marketplace moves. It's a red ocean. You're fighting over the scraps of what direct sales created years and years and years ago, but now it's just they're all creating their little sub-markets and we're fighting over what the leftovers are. That's why there's like industry moguls like Amway, okay, that still exists, but people are fighting for the scraps in it. And the same with other network marketing companies. As it as it grows more and more and goes deeper and deeper, it kind of erodes and people are fighting over the scraps. Now, I'm a very abundant thinker, okay? So I don't want you to think that I don't think that anyone can be successful at any given time. That's not, that's not the case. But when it comes to what the marketplace calls for, marketplace meaning where people go to buy and what calls them to buy and how our world has changed to change their behavior of buying. If we're not paying attention to that, you're in a red ocean, okay? When you're in a blue ocean, you've created a new niche. You've actually created a new subcategory in a market, okay, that has given you clear waters to buy and sell in, to market in. And I'm going to explain to you how to identify that for yourself so that you can start branding yourself better and not attaching yourself to a company's product. But why is it that you make money with that company? Why is it that you desire to create a product that you're creating? That's exactly what I think sometimes people are missing is I really, you know, I do believe in the approach of ready, fire, aim, meaning like you have to just go instead of overthinking it. But please, for the love, like do yourself a favor and actually get ready. You know, it's not fire, ready, aim. It's ready, fire, aim, you know, rather than ready, aim, 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 fire. But the aiming is really important, you guys. It's very important. So there are three markets that we sell in. I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you're selling HVACs. I don't care if you're selling yourself in uh, real estate. I don't care if you're a hairdresser. I don't care if you're in network marketing. I don't care if you're an online influencer. I don't care if you sell razors for crying out loud. You sell in three markets. Here they are. And you heard them in our intro. Business, relationships, health, or health, wealth, relationships. Okay. You sell in three of those markets and you only should be selling in one of them. You should only really be selling in one of them at any given time. Well, why is that, Angelique? You just said it yourself in your intro that you're talking about business relationships. Because I'm not selling turned on, right? Podcasts, like this is free. You guys can come here and consume and decide what you want to consume, whatever. I'm not asking you to buy anything uh, to listen, right? But if I were to sell you something, I'm going to sell in one of those categories, and you're like, well, maybe you're scratching your head and you're thinking, well, what if it's a protein bar or what if it's, what if like it's, you said a razor, okay? Let's take uh, Gillette, for example, okay? Let's look at Gillette. If I'm watching a commercial and it's a Gillette commercial, I'm asking you, listener, what category of the three I just listed does Gillette sell in? And if you're in a room of people right now, you'd probably raise your hands. A lot of people might, might say health. But there might be a few that say relationships, and those are the people that are right. Here's why. 
when I watch a commercial for a Gillette razor, it's a guy who's got a beard or a five o'clock shadow, and then he's starting you know, to shave and his girlfriend or his wife comes in and she touches his skin and later on they're in a candlelight dinner and falling in love because his razor made him so handsome. Okay. They're selling relationships, you guys. Okay. Yes, you buy a razor, but they sold you on a relationship. That's like anything else when it comes to business. So ask yourself right now in your business, what do you sell? Are you, do you want to sell health? then let's help you identify how. Do you want to sell wealth or are you selling relationships? So those are your three markets. So that's the first thing. If you have a pen, write it down. If you need to go back and listen, here's a marker. You know, you're at the 12, 13 minute mark. Those are your three categories, health, wealth, and relationships. Now, your sub market is the next step before you identify your niche, your sub market. So what does that mean? Your sub market is, How do you sell wealth? What are you selling in wealth? What are you selling in health? What are you selling in relationships? So examples would be in relationships, dating. That would be a submarket. Marriage, submarket. Parenting, submarket. Friendships, submarket. Wealth would be real estate, network marketing, stocks and bonds, e-commerce, right? Now we're we're going a little bit deeper. How to make money in these submarkets of wealth. And then health would be nutrition, weight training, cardio, whatever it might be, like, um, you know, whatever it is that you sell in health. Now, here's where we get niche. Remember the word. Here's where we get niche. The niche is what is it that you specialize in in one of those sub-markets of the market? So if... If it's nutrition and health, then it's maybe keto, right? If it's weight training, then maybe it's uh, for bodybuilding or for um, long, lean muscles. Or if it's for weight loss, you do it through, um, you know, macro dieting. Or you do it through, uh, I don't know, Evolve, you know, whatever it might be. Like, there's different ways for you to get super niche. Submarkets of wealth would be something like social retail, short sales in real estate, uh, different ways to buy stocks and bonds, right? Buying high, buying low, uh, crypto, right? That's a big hot topic right now. In my business, it's social retail. How do I teach people to create wealth through e-commerce is I teach them how to do it through social retail. Okay. And so that's where people start to say, well, what's social retail? And then it gives me the opportunity to explain if it's relationships and it was either dating, maybe, maybe it's dating after breakups. Maybe it's dating after divorce. Maybe it's dating with children. Maybe it's marriage, marriage, uh, you know, in, in 2021 uh, with Christian values. Uh, perhaps it's parenting, you know, parenting or co-parenting or, or parenting in a blended family or parenting in 2020 when we have to be uh, business builders and homeschoolers and still keep our marriage together. Like it gets super niche from there. So those are the main three things you need to think about when it comes to branding yourself and putting your message, message out there. So what market do you sell in? 
So think about it. So if if your bio right now or if the messaging that you're putting out through, especially through social media, because I got news for you guys. I'm going to talk about this in a second. The marketplace is social media. The marketplace is social media. Yes, we have brick and mortar. Yes, we have, you know, online stores, but everything that's online and everything that's brick and mortar goes to social media. So I'm going to explain to you that it's not just who you serve, who you serve is your dream customer in those categories. Who you serve is in the market of health, wealth, or relationships, in the sub-market of all the things I mentioned, in the niche of which we discussed, right? Whatever that might be for you. But your dream customer is who you serve in those areas. However, you need to know where to find them. Your niche, your target market is not a person, it's a place. Okay, it's not just a person, it's a place. Let me give you an example. If I lived in Timbuktu, okay, or somewhere out in Alaska in an igloo somewhere, and I was an, you know, a fisherman, I wouldn't stand outside my igloo and wait for my dream customer to come by. I would have to actually probably travel with my fish hours away to the marketplace, to the farmer's market, where goods are bought and sold. So if you're not online and you're trying to build a business, you're missing half of the marketplace. Now, that does not mean that you can't do it. But again, this is my niche. Like I work with people that are online. I work with a lot of people that are online. So if you're like, well, this doesn't apply to me because I work in, you know, with X company on such and such street and we do everything from there. Okay, great. But I'm sure that they somewhere have an online presence. It's just not where you work. But if you want to build something, you need to be online. You need to understand that where your marketplace is. So my marketplace is online and I know who my dream customers are because I'm able to bite down from the market to the submarket into the niche to say, I know who I'm talking to as a result of being able to do that kind of homework and knowing exactly how to reach them where they are. Okay, so if you're not doing that, I think you're missing a big part of how you are going to be successful in business. And I, this is where um, I used to get super, super frustrated in network marketing because we never that was never taught. They didn't teach this stuff. They taught you to um, buy a pack, go to a meeting, sit down, learn how to talk, learn how to sell the product, learn how to sell the comp plan, and uh, talk to anybody who was walking and breathing into purchasing um, into the whole culture of network marketing or purchasing a pack to get them started on products and hopefully they love them enough to share. Okay, great, cool concept of direct sales. It helps empower the people. Um, but times have changed, right? And this would make me bang my head against the wall because my market, okay, is families like David and I with small children that are professionals in their own right in other industries that have talents and skills that I would love to partner with, but they don't have the time 
to go to meetings, to learn how to talk, to you know understand how to explain the product, to get someone to buy a pack so they can see the vision and then try to build a residual income. Like that's bananas. They could barely get on a three-way call because they have kids hanging off their legs. They're trying to make dinner and they're shuttling their kids around to soccer and swim and dance and all the, all the things. So it used to drive me crazy that the same person I was trying to talk to on the phone to get them to the next step to, you know, earn my living or help a colleague in my business earn their living is the same exact person that picked up their phone, pushed a freaking button, okay, and had a stranger pick them up in their car. Uber. Uber. Uber, okay. Who in the world, this is where I'm going to talk about blue oceans, would have ever thought that you would get in the car of a stranger to take you from point A to point B. But there was a problem in the marketplace with an industry over 100 years old, the taxi cab industry, where we didn't really feel like getting into a dirty cab with cash, with a guy in plexiglass in between the two of you, you know, if you're lucky, to hail down in the rain or in the snow or in the heat or whatever to take you from A to B on a crowded, you know, intersection. You didn't want to have to do that. So if someone saw a problem, Uber, and they fixed it with give a ride, get a ride, right? And all of a sudden, the cab industry, after a hundred years, was disrupted by a smart model. What did Uber do? They created a blue ocean, Netflix created a blue ocean. They didn't change the movies you watched. It was all the same movies that Blockbuster offered. They just did it so you didn't have to leave, get in your car, go pick up the, you know, the, what is it called? I don't even know what they're called, the videotape or the DVD um, to come home to, you know, put it in your device and then make sure you return it on time so you don't pay extra fees. You know, like now you just press a button, click buy, and there you have it. You guys, the marketplace dictated the way customers buy and sell because innovation happened, because other people solved problems. So if you're trying to go uphill in your business and fight this battle and and just hold this flag until the cows come home because you're so bought into the idea of the culture, but you're still working an old model, you're going to be in a red ocean. Yes, you can have success. Yes, you can have some or even a lot. But you're, why? Why would you fight over the scraps of what's left over in an industry when you could be part of or create your own blue ocean? Where the clear waters are and you have access to so much more of the marketplace that then other people will want to chase your model or your industry because you created a whole new niche that they never thought even existed. That's where you can be disruptive. That's where things collide. And that is how you can stand out above all of the patterns that are happening right now out there. Okay, and and this can be something as simple as reels, okay? If you're on Instagram, you're seeing reels right now. If you're online, you're seeing TikTok right now. But what makes them stand out? Okay, so fine. A few of them are entertaining. They make me laugh. They um, they get me excited, whatever they might be. But look, 
more of anything, it's just an algorithm manipulator. It's just there to to get the likes and followers. And then hopefully if you're a smart business person, you go and you actually capitalize on that. Okay. So if you are going to create a reel or a TikTok, interrupt the pattern. Use it to your advantage. So do something fun and, and, and happy and motivating or whatever. But if you go out there and just be a part of the red ocean that Reels is right now and bang on the camera or point to 30 different things in text that I won't be able to read in 15 seconds, you're in a red ocean. Like you're not getting your message across to me at all. But if you create a Reel where you're like, boom, three things you need to know right now in X, even if you've never done Y. Boom, boom, boom. Add some music, get out. Add value. But use the thing that I just went through of market, sub-market, niche. Create value. Give something away. But use, use a tool that's already there accessible to you so that you're able to convert. But if you're there just to play around, you're not producing income. If you're there just to, you know, get likes and followers, you're not going to convert. You know why? Because somebody out there is creating a blue ocean and they're going to grab, they're going to grab your customer before you do. Not that they won't buy from you still, but why take the long haul? Like why do that? Why not think ahead of the strategy and allow for yourself to be in a place to where you have the advantage, where you, you either look and in a blue ocean by the way you either need to ha- you have to have an advantage one way or the other and there's really no in between you're either going to have the lowest the lowest prices best quality or you're going to have like almost untouchable prices best quality everything in between you're fighting over red scraps so that's what <clears throat> i think i'm seeing a lot of right now and it's it's crazy and here's why 2020 everything went online like we had most stuff was online before but now it's like 80 some odd businesses are all online now, you guys, you, in order to get in front of your customers, you better be talking to your customer. You got to know how to get out in front of the others in the marketplace. And if you're not strategic about market, sub-market, and niche, and understanding who they are and where they are, then you're missing the point. And then you're basically playing in the red ocean with all of your friends, and you're wondering why you're all miserable together, or you're fighting an uphill battle. Like, I don't care. A million hours on Canva or Reels is not going to get you to convert. It's not. So I don't care how good your palette looks. I don't care how tight your Reels are and how good you are at lip syncing on TikTok. It's not going to convert your customers. Not if you're a real business person. Okay. So I'm going to just share with you a couple things that we saw um, in, in uh, you know, our businesses in 2020 that helped us create some blue oceans. And maybe maybe there'll be options for you because I think a lot of people are looking for revenue right now. People are looking for ways to uh, make money right now. Um, they're looking for ways to diversify. They're looking for ways to cushion, grade a nest egg, be prepared for the crazy times that we're in. And I'm, I'm not gonna give you a solution to something and sell you on some you know community building impact driven, you know, social warrior type of business where you have to like hang out and become part of the tribe and, you know, wear pink pajamas and drink champagne and be one of my boss babes so that, you know, you can be a part of the cool kids club so that eventually in some pipe dream, you're going to start making money. I'm sorry. That's just not who I am. Like, I know who my dream customer is. I know you're a lot like me. I know that you have families and you have skill sets and you just don't have time for that crap. 
You know, like you like business. You don't need a why that makes you cry necessarily, even though you might. But you like business, you like money, you like revenue. You understand that that in the hands of good people can do really great things and it can provide for your family and give you options in times like this when we don't know what tomorrow holds. Okay, so this is what we did in 2020 because we saw blue oceans and we helped create some as well. Number one, if you followed our journey at all, you've seen we, we left our business that we had built for eight years in network marketing. We left it in January of 2020. January 31st, 2020. By the way, at the same exact time, we were getting news that the world was about to shut down and we stopped all international flights you know, to and from, especially the Asian countries, because of COVID. Now, do you think when I send that resignation letter in that I saw that writing on the wall? No, I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea that by sending a resignation letter in to our previous company, that I would be turning over near half a million dollars a year to never see that again after all of the year's work, all of those years, that I would be turning it over in the most uncertain time in humanity. I had no idea. So when I say we needed a plan, we needed one fast. But we also were not going to just hitch our trailer to anything to be in some red ocean to fight over the scraps in the craziest times that we've ever seen. This is why it's important to understand what you're hitching your bandwagon to, okay? Or what you're creating on your own. Why we chose social retail, okay? Social retail is this hybrid, it's a new industry, by the way. It's not just some fancy term in semantics. It's a new industry. It's like the power of passive income that we all kind of have heard about or you know, thought was cool, you know, or wanted in network marketing this sort of dream, right, of passive income. And I mean, I mean real income, like, you know, not, not I had a good week income. I mean real passive, powerful income. The power of passive income with the simplicity of an affiliate model, which you've seen affiliates before. A lot of bloggers and micro-influencers and do it. They, um, they get an affiliate brand partnership with a company, maybe it's skincare, maybe it's clothes, and uh, they share it and they go, you know, swipe up or click here for uh, 10% off or $10 off or 20, like that's affiliate, okay? They, and guess what, here's what they do. They get paid on that sale from your click or your swipe with their code, but they only get paid one time on your purchases. So if you become a repeat customer, you're no longer attached to that affiliate or that brand partner, okay? And when you're not attached to that affiliate or that brand partner, you're basically losing all of that revenue that's left over. So that kind of sucks, right? So then it's like, okay, now next month I gotta do it again and do it again. So passive income of network marketing, the power of that, simplicity of affiliate, with the speed and the, the manpower of online retail. That's what social retail is. So we saw that opportunity and we're like, that's something that is a blue ocean that we wanna hitch our tails to and be able to offer as options for other people in industries like you know health and, and beauty, which is again, the sub market or the market of health, okay? 
health, beauty, um, and you know, performance, all things that are in that health market. But I also offer, I offer something in the wealth market because if you do understand the power of social retail, I'm able to offer you revenue shares in the online e-commerce model of what social retail is. So I can sell you two things, right? So that's a blue ocean. The second thing we did was our our uh, founding partnership with Proganix. Now Proganix is a company out of Australia. They're 13 years old. They are the manufacturer's certified organic nutrition and they are in brick and mortar. So think your Australian version of Whole Foods, Sprouts, you know, n- n- nutrition stores, whatever. But the beginning of 2020 was when they wanted to actually launch their business in the United States. They had no presence here whatsoever. But as we all know, the beginning of 2020, the whole world shut down and brick and mortar was like dead. So they needed to go online, but they didn't have a presence here. So they consulted with us and we helped them create an affiliate model that has, again, we created a blue ocean. Speed and depth of um, passive income because it's the life cycle of the customer and tiered, but we don't have to build teams. So we were able to create a blue ocean. This is how we diversified completely. um, It's it's non-competitive because it's not two uh, direct sales companies trying to sell against each other. We were able to create an, an, a blue ocean. So these things, you guys, again, I have opportunities for you. I'm not just sharing you what David and I did. These are opportunities for you. So if you have an online presence and you understand what I'm sharing with you right now and teaching you in terms of markets, submarkets, niches, etc., I have options for you that you can make money today, day one, dollar one, Okay. So whatever it is that you're looking to do right now, remember, wherever it is that you're trying to start, either find a blue ocean that's already there or create your own. And the way that you're going to do that is, again, identify the market, deepen it to your submarket, and then find your niche for your dream customer to come while you are at going to marketing in Pitching your, you know, your, your tent, pitching your tent or your booth or whatever in the marketplace, which we know as online social marketing, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine yards. This is where business is being done. If you're not doing business there, you're missing a large part of how people are buying. And essentially, you know, I wanted to share this with you because the last episode I did, I talked to you about pivoting. I talked to you about fear and pride and idolatry and what holds us back. And oftentimes when we get stuck in those patterns and we hitch ourselves to something and we scratch our head and we try to work harder and we're pushing the buttons harder and it's like, yo, it's not, okay, let's, now we've identified that fear and pride have kept me here or that I've created a false idol with it. But what do I do next? The last thing I want for you guys to go do it's find yourself in the same position six months or two years down the road feeling the exact same way because you went and just hung out in another red ocean. So I hope, I hope this brought value to you today and that you were able to take something away. And if you have any questions, like that's what David and I are here for. You know, he does that in Speak Up. And for those of you that are not familiar with that program, that's another blue ocean. Most people, when they sell programs, especially those evergreen programs, they're selling something like what to say. Here's what to say. Don't know what to say on social media? Here's what to say. 
here's the words to use. Here's the how to speak to the subconscious. Great. Perfect. We all need that. But no one's telling us how to say it, especially if we're online. So David created a blue ocean. He teaches you how to become profitable with your personality in a two-dimensional space. Why? Because we have seconds before somebody commits homicide on our video, our TikTok, our reel, our messaging, whatever. And he teaches you how to convert that. How did he do that? Well, he took 30 years of multimedia journalism and put it in a small box so that you could do something in as short as eight weeks, even if you've never done it before, so that you could be more effective in 2D because that's how we're buying and selling. So you guys, if I could urge you to do anything today, is to find a blue ocean. And if you can't find a blue ocean, create one on your own because you deserve to not be fighting over the scraps. Hope this brought value today. Turn the light switch on. Have a great day. We'll see you next episode.